Strange as it seems, it appears that people love a bit of division. Having a set number of groups, and placing every human on the planet into one of those groups, and then pitting those groups against each other, provides a sense of satisfaction which dates back to a time when people wore mammoth vests and lived in caves, when any sense of difference is detected between any number of people, whether it's based on sports or politics, results in a feeling of smug superiority on both sides. One of the most significant causes of societal division, not to mention one of the most long-lasting throughout history, is money. Not money itself, of course, so much as humanity's relationship with it. It's a frighteningly complex affair. How much we got, the methods through which we get it, what we do with it, and how we share it, are all reasons why humans go at each other's throats. It's got to be said that money exposes some rather jarring contradictions in the human race. The fact that we have billionaires and street homelessness within the same species is bizarre. Anybody who claims that the world is in balance needs to take a better look at the evidence. The fact that we can have a man with a cigar living in a multi-million pound mansion a short distance away from a man in rags wasting away in an abandoned shop entrance is staggering. Even more staggering is the fact that money, or rather the lack of it, can form an insurmountable barrier to just about anything. Healthcare, housing and education should be available to us all. Why then do we have some members of society who can afford to replace all their bodily organs when they fail and then return to their ten-bedroom house with their multitude of degrees, while other members of society who barely have one GCSE between them, die on the streets from something a good doctor could cure in a heartbeat. There are those who argue that those in poverty should work for a wage in order to earn a way out of their troubles. I happen to think we'd all benefit from and not just those in poverty. Unfortunately, this method is also fraught with struggles, especially for the poor among us. It all comes from what those in power call the living wage, a name so different from the thing itself that it should be funny, but it's not. The whole point of the living wage, as suggested by its name, is that those who work for it and earn it are supposed to be able to live on it. This used to be the case before those in power decided to raise the cost of just about everything so that when the money ends up in the pockets of the billionaires, they could afford a second home for their hunting dogs. This has left the rest of the population between a rock and a hard place, however hard and often they graft. Covering their living expenses slips beyond their reach. This is where the benefit system comes into play. In the most basic form of the idea, Providing economic support for those in need started out as a worthy and noble plan. Like most worthy and noble plans, it has since descended into farce. What was meant to be a lifeline to aid people on their rubbers has become a stick to beat them with. Somewhere along the way, those in power have gone from trying to support those who need it to labelling those same people as lazy scroungers, which brings to mind the words pot kettle and black.
it's all because of the people who cheat the system. Since there are those whose interest in benefits is not to get them into a job, but to fund their lifestyle of mattresses and drugs, the entire population on benefits has been brushed off as being unworthy of support. What people don't realise is that all people who need benefits are not the problem. It's people who take the mickey. If they got off benefits and into work, they'd still buck the system and find ways to get away with being lazy and stoned. They're the ones who deserve our judgments, rather than the genuinely hard done by. Another economic factor which causes rifts in society is tax. Those in power love to moan about the poor quality of everything from the NHS to the police force, while simultaneously ignoring how those institutions are funded. By dumping their millions into tax shelters, the world is now left with a situation whereby the mega-rich expect the mega-poor to pay for absolutely everything in society, and then wonder why absolutely everything in society has gone to the dogs. What's the solution? Everyone doing their bits. By everyone, I mean absolutely everyone. From the occupants of number 10 Downing Street, to the inhabitants of the council flats down the road. Everyone needs a chance to honestly work for a decent wage, so as to afford a reasonable lifestyle. Not of mind-boggling luxury, but of hard work, honestly paying their way, and a fair chance of being happy. There will always be people who cheat their way through, and we should be ready for them. In the meantime, let's not use money as a means to split up an already divided society. People suffer more from a lack of compassion than a lack of money. If our only reaction to everything different from us is judgement and snobbery, then no job centre handouts can possibly help us.